0: this episode is brought to you by bullet wealth it's a new youtube channel it's got a lot of interesting facts about like financial advice it's hosted by scott merrick he's the owner of Wealth, a wealth management company and so he has the experience and the know-how very entertaining you can get a nice little financial segmented education if you go to bullet wealth youtube check it out this episode is also brought to you by sheath the underwear of legends it is the underwear with the dual pouch system one pouch for one part of the male anatomy another for the other part of the male anatomy not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns the fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that she provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG, and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheath, a time wheel production. Yeah, no, okay. I like that. I don't typically get too high on these, but I don't get it. I don't even get stoned anymore, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the only way I feel is off edibles.
0: Oh yeah. For sure. What are you What are you taking? What do you take to get to feel it or whatever?
1: At least, well, at least, uh, like daily, just for pain, like 50 milligrams. Wow. Like 50, like in the morning, and then if I hurt later, 50 in the day. Yikes, and then if I just want to chill, like if I really hurt, right? Like either moving the day before, I can take up to 200 a day and not even get tired, yeah. Unless I'm driving, if I'm driving, oh, dude, I get fucked up. Like, never mind, I gotta, no nope, nope, I gotta pull over and sleep, yeah. <laughs> That's that. the thing
0: with the edibles over mm-hmm. a course of time, it's like I start getting real cozy, everywhere's real. It, I'm like, oh, I could lay down right, right yeah, down no exactly. Like so I have to. So I I was doing edibles like quite a bit. Actually, we're here with Kel Conroy, Co Alpha One, CEO. He's the one that does all our prints. We'll get into that, but uh, we're just talking about some edibles right now. I I remember I was staying at this dude's house and he was like this super weed advocate for the legalization back when, like in 2012. And um, his whole fridge was like full of all these different edibles and they were all candies and I was just eating them and I was watching Trailer Park Boys. I remember it was like this part in my life. And, but man, I slept for like two weeks on and off, like in this kind of hazy coma, (laughs) daisy. And it was right when... We started our Kickstarter, that first Kickstarter. Okay. And so we're like waiting for the results. You know about Kickstarter. It was like 2014, right? Yeah, 13, 12, 13. It was 2013, actually. I said 2012 and uh, right around there. All right. We got a little fatty, boom, batty. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. This is my little sanctuary. That's where I do my podcast, play chess, and a yes, beautiful view, for sure. Meditate. Yeah. I'm very fortunate. We're in a good position the, as the world is turning to who knows what. Yeah, who the hell knows what. Yeah. But you're getting out of here. You're moving to Arizona. Yeah, like uh, it's
1: too expensive around here, man. And my biggest thing has been since getting into business is not... Over raking people for products, right? Especially when you're buying 50 to a hundred products from me at a time. Yeah. Like I did, I did it for a long time trying to run business of like going through like custom ink or like other, you know, print companies. And it didn't matter if I bought a hundred shirts or 200 shirts, they were still charging me anywhere from 12 to $18 a piece. Yeah. How am I supposed to make any money? Most of the time I ended up like just keeping my shirts and then giving them away at events because I only sold half of them yeah you know what i mean and i was like well, what's the problem here so i like dug into it and found out what it really cost to print your own shirts uh-huh. you know it's a lot of work yeah you know, you're getting a lot of a lot of like 22 hour days yeah. no sleep i've seen you you know crazy ass shit so
0: you get in a zone though or something you like you just kind of get in a, in a flow exactly listen to some music and po- podcasts or something so maybe. like
1: A big reason besides just more family time is i don't want to pass all this inflation on to my customers yeah so i'll go live somewhere that's cheaper yeah my house you know it's better for my family too because i'm sick of working 90 hour weeks with my wife working 60 to 8 hour weeks as a nurse right and never being on top here i know never being on top it's impossible to get barely even getting 200 dollars in the bank at the end of the month and i'm like how is it that i'm working amazon plus my own job plus my wife's a nurse it's benefits, it's taxes. It's like I'm out. So yeah. I'll
0: go somewhere else. Well, I like Arizona. I like the climate. I think it's gonna be nice. You can get some get some sun out there for sure. You're a little pale. You might need to get out in the
1: That's I'm always in that basement just printing away. I know. Or work in graveyards so I haven't seen sun in a while too.
0: Yeah. Uh the old days working the nine to five plus doing you know, the, the company that's, that's part of it though. You have to pay your dues and that's it too, is like the faster you fall, the faster, you know, the faster you rise, the faster
1: you fall. So like I've always gone, well, it, it's taken seven years to get medium recognition, media, mediocre recognition. Right. Yeah. But that just means that my rise is going to be longer, but my longevity is going to be longer as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're talking since 2012 with Kickstarter 10 years right right and for like you said in the last couple years it's really just started bumping up for Mm -hmm. you
0: so yeah the organic growth for sure you can't just pay some celebrity to promote you because then you might like blow through all your inventory and then you're stuck with with people wanting more you're out of it it ends up creating a problem more of a problem than a you know benefit so it really does slow growth is good I mean, I remember I was working at this China buffet, and I was delivering China food, China food, Chinese food. It's already starting, and uh, you know, while sheath, this is two thousand fifteen. You know, after the Kickstarter was successful, after the second one, after we're making money, I was think I was also going for my master's degree, granted. The government was paying for it because I went to... The army, so you got the GI Bill stuff, right? Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. And they were paying me to go, so, what, so that's so I was able to kind of like build sheath, but I was working on top of it, so I wouldn't have to take money out of it. That's the way it should be, though, especially for veterans. Like, you guys get to work on it, you know? I know, but I feel weird with the whole economy the way it is with the expenses of the military and, you know, war budgets and and when we have like problems here and inflation here and we go to I think they might know what they're doing I I kind of come around a little bit like this is all for resources this is like uh you know like the fucking we're running out of water we're running out of oil we're running out of fucking resources and they're getting ahead of it to ensure that we have what we need here and it's going to have to come at somebody else's expense, unfortunately, and they don't care. It is. It's like, kind of like farming, I think. I, I It's an analogy where, you know, you have a certain amount of resources. You have these animals. You want to take care of your animals. And in order to take care of your animals, you got to, their animals can't. Anyways, like, yeah, can you got to take the saying. water mm-hmm. and the food and the grain or whatever. And I, I don't know. I don't know if we're running out. I'll hit it again. but. Right. It's also, it just seems corrupt. It seems like to me, people are getting away with murder, literally making blood money off of it. And we're the pawns. I I still, me and my wife talk about this all the time. Like,
1: I don't think, I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with color when I say slavery. Right. Yeah. But there's been slavery for every race. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Right. And I just think it's modern day slavery. Mm-hmm. It's like the old George Carlin stuff says, right? Like, we really only have four choices. That's not freedom. Those are choices. Right. right. There's only four big oil companies. Yeah. Uh, you're only going to shop at, you know, Kmart, Walmart, Target. They're, so everything is so monopolized anyway. Right. You're just going to, you know...
0: Well, Democrats, Republicans, you know, we're we're giving you the illusion of choice. We need to get
1: that shit out of there, too. Yeah, Just completely abolish each side, and if you're not for the people, you get the fuck out. Like, I'm I'm sick of hearing... I'm, I'm sick of it, dude. Like, I was a kid and grew up in Wyoming, right? So I like to live Republican, but I have... I like to live conservative, excuse yeah. me. I like to live conservative where I don't want big brother up my ass. I don't mm-hmm. want to pay a billion dollars in taxes. Mm-hmm. I don't want all that stuff, but I want my freedom still to do what I want to do. Yeah. Right. And I want to help people. I still want
0: programs, assistance is for the needy, yeah. but the actual needy, not the people using it. Yeah. Or the bureaucrats in between <clears> that exactly. say they're going to help and then the money never makes it to the people on the streets. That's exactly it. Like oh, what the hell? These people are getting rich. They're living in Beverly Hills mansions and there's fucking thousands and thousands of people under freeways and, and that's why they're shitting in, in New York right on their doorsteps. And it could go it could get so ugly Not New York, Cali, sorry. Yeah, San Fran, LA, probably New, well, I think it's I don't know how New York is. I think no New York is bad. I've heard things I listen I, I've to podcasts. Yeah. And they're like jumping at you and like, give me your money. And you're like, ah. like you know, on the subway, just fucking living in this on the, on the, on the, either the subway or down in the kind of canals there. And I don't know, you know, the answer is it could be like stop wars, put the money here, but see, there's no industry, there's no money making off of helping the homeless. There's money making from selling missiles to saudi arabia exactly um, i hear things it's, like, it's all it's all it, it,
1: capitalism was ingrained in america since the founding you know what i mean like we're gonna do whatever we can to capitalize just like I, my my daughter is bisexual right so i support gay people i support the lgbt community but I feel that if I put my logo on the website or whatever as the buy flag or right. whatever flag, you know, I feel like I'm capitalizing off something that's not my culture. It's my daughter's culture, and yeah. I support that culture. Totally, right? but I feel like I'm capitalizing off. That's why I usually don't do sales off things either, like Memorial Day sales, and you know, is I feel like I'm capitalizing, and I get it. When you're in business, you want you want as much money as possible. But I also feel guilty of, I want people to buy it because they want to buy it. Yeah. Not because it's on sale. Not because, I, well, I have. A,
0: I know I have some weird twisted well, views. Well, right I know. That, but. And, but, and I did too. Like I used to not want to use my military service as a part of the selling, uh, you know, point because it's like, I want the product to speak for itself. But somebody along the way, this dude, the underwear expert CEO was talking to him and he was like, dude, just fucking... Do, use every angle you can, right, you know, to get ahead or you know to make money, to get sales, to get the product in their hands, and then the product will speak for itself. But if you need to tell your story, and the, the holidays are literally there for you to make a sale. That's true. That is. I do feel that way around like Black Friday, right? Like when I look at the money, I'm like,
1: what is it? Like two point three billion dollars or something is sold in Black Friday weekend, and I'm like. Well, there's enough of that pie for me to get some too.
0: Yeah, you know, and uh, you got good I, I shit. That. Your yeah. shit is like super high quality. The prints are unique and kind of powerful, and
1: and they last lo- they last longer than I swear. Do most they last anyone longer else's. than
0: this shit? I'm fucking. This is my sh- my my. Sh- I need to have you print these. I, need, I should I should stop the order. I just ordered a hundred of these, <laughs> and I've only washed this like four times. I, and it,
1: it all comes down to the cure process. I'm not gonna give no secrets away. But it all comes down to your cure process. Uh, Nine out of ten printers are going to send their shit through a conveyor belt. I guarantee that's what your people are doing. If you fill mine right now, right? Mine's, I guarantee, as old as yours. Soft as hell. Yeah. Right? Well, that's the curing process. Most people will send it through a tunnel, which all it does is blow forced air. Or maybe times it has a heating element, right? So it's like, but all it does is cure it. Mine pushes it into the shirt, cures it for a minute instead of like they only run them for usually 30 seconds because they're trying to push bulk out they're trying to get 500 shirts out a day yeah well that's all good and quality right and dandy for them but i'd much rather have a lot more quality than quantity right if your shirt's gonna last two years yeah you're gonna
0: want a different shirt and a different design you know what i mean when, like yeah. i have the gray shirts that you made and they are st- i'm still, I still wearing have some more green ones for one. you too they're just all packed up so we can get those to you yeah they definitely and so but that's why you should in a way kind of charge more because they're higher quality they last longer and, and that's it, that's the thing i was like reading about that is like it, there's always this debacle of when do you
1: raise your, your prices right well if you're overbooked right because mm-hmm. obviously you're demand you're in demand right right and also when like you said uh the time is right right to charge more if, yeah if you know that you're going to sell twenty thousand during that season make a little bit of extra money and put it, them up by 50 cents
0: it is i mean it, literally though we've had to do this on demand like our, say our black and gold uh v we're like almost out of them and they're not going to be back for six months and so we're either going to sell out really fast or we need to raise the price a little bit and we so we raise the price i don't know like a dollar just to slow the sales down so they last longer. So until we get the next batch and that's like a literal law of supply and demand thing, but there's also just your brand is high quality. It's you're putting in that, you know, human effort. Like you're doing it. There's something you're not buying it from China. Nothing against China. love China, but, uh, you could you should, you you know you charge more and it and and people sometimes want it because because they're like oh this must be good because it is quality and it is quality i get what you mean there was actually that uh, experiment
1: excuse me there's actually that experiment uh social experiment they did and payless started a store on rodeo drive but Whoa. called it they basically renamed it some french store no way right like right and it was fucking funny like if you actually look at the whole thing it it was plain as day it was just french no way and they went in there and so like this grand opening made it look all fancy people for all kinds of you know like celebrities celebrities come in and they're going this is these are the best shoes i ever bought (laughs) they're on camera right saying this shit and then right at the end is everyone's paid for their shoes the dude stands up and he's like i just want to let you know this is a social experiment and this is actually pay less shoes wow and everyone's like oh oh so right there all it really shows is you need like you said you need some celebrity backing i mean that right? doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt because they're going to verify your brand like you can go with a thousand people that no one knows but who cares
0: I don't know man yeah that's well that's like with these little these fighters that i go with and i mean so no one knows them except their gym and maybe some other people but i like the fact that they're the kings of their gym no i get that and so there's they're at the top of their little pyramid of that gym and so that's how and so if you get a bunch of those it can kind of balance out we've gone with big name podcasters like bill burr burt kreischer joey diaz literally like tens of thousands of dollars and nothing um brandon marino no offense love you baby boy we're redoing the we just did our second podcast and uh, it was great. He was talking shit about chill I actually listened to it on the way up here. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> and and uh, 26 views. We're revamping it. We're going to retitle it, re-thumbnail it. But sometimes, I mean, like this might get more views or whatever, you know. Yeah. And I've had that where my brother-in-law, his podcast with him and I, he came on here. His is Bullet Wealth now. He started a podcast off of... Doing this podcast which i think you could and sh- may, yeah should probably do one too a it's fun you had a great voice your voice is really good for podcasting and you know your stories and knowledge i actually always wanted to that's what me and my wife were talking about is uh maybe
1: starting a podcast for like sitting there and discussing uh marriage right and and in, in this day and age right And what it used to be like when our grandparents were alive and the the changes that we've seen. Not only just marriage, but the triples and triulations. We see so much shit on social media. Mm. My wife is so against social media because you see fake. I know. You never see anyone sitting there going, my life sucks right now. But if they are, that's all they're ever doing. It's never a balance of like, you know, times are tough. Like... You know, kind of like give me some space, people. Like whether it is, so they're always posting pictures of their Florida trip, which they maxed out their credit card for. Exactly. Like, like the day in life is weird. Well, now, and like right? the and
0: then the, the relationships when they're at their best, and you see them when they look their best, they're mm-hmm. they're fucking all done up, they're and they look so happy, and then in comparison, they say is like the killer of happiness or whatever, because you're like. <laughs> They,
1: just it, it is like once you start the grass is always greener until you get to the other side yeah and then right? you see it's uh do you see do you do you watch a lot of like tyler perry movies negative no uh they're
0: a little i intense, know what you're talking about though the they, dude, he dresses up like yeah mom. he has a
1: couple other ones too where like medea's little in it but it, it's more of a serious serious black right? folks and uh, someone was called why did i get married and uh-huh. then why did I get married too? And yeah. it's a group of people who I like, I saw that. it's actually, movie, it's
0: actually really good. Yeah. And, um, okay.
1: anyway, the dude's sitting there and like this guy cheats on his wife and the, one of the doctors sits back and laughs and goes, you know, man, you, you never were taught the eighty twenty rule. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, what the hell is an eighty twenty rule? Yeah. And he's like, out of any relationship, your spouse, your job, your friends, you're only going to get 80%. Okay. Only ever. Right. So a lot of people see 20% out of something that they're not getting, right? You have your 80%, but you see someone providing the 20% that you're not getting. So you trade up whether you cheat on your wife, your wife cheats on you, whatever, and they go to the next person, but all they really had was 20%. So now they just switched up their 80 for 20 you know how often that actually happens? You get what I'm saying? The other other person only has 20% right. to offer yeah. when their spouse originally had 80. Right. But they want to trade it up because they saw that little bit of greener grass. Yeah
0: yeah yeah come on and then, then you and then you get there and it's like she's 80 percent shit when your wife was 80 percent the exactly. shit exactly and you're and you're like oh, but she was all, it was a facade it was a facade and then she, she's got dirty laundry and dishes everywhere no job a whole Skeltons lot of in the closet yeah all these fucking <laughs> babies and Baby, shit from babies daddies yeah you're like uh rewind <laughs> exactly do over. Oopsie. Yeah, you know what? That happened to my dad. This is fucking crazy. I'll have. This is like a literal, this like totally happened. He's with my stepmom, Louisa, you know, and he, he had cheated on my mom. I think I don't know the full story with that, but he's with my stepmom. Who's loud. Now she's like my new kind of mom on that side of the thing. Cause she lived in California and, um, 14 years and he and then one day this like young hot thing at work like showed interest in him and she was this young blonde and um i don't know she talked him into whatever um they ended up hanging out i think they did like ecstasy together and i came, i came home i was living there and and i saw him with her and but i was doing my own thing and 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 i was totally kind of like not that interested in what he was doing but i remember he went out of town and then he calls me and he's like, she's not answering the phone. Can you go like check on her? Can you see what she's doing? I think she's back with her ex-husband who she's got two kids with or whatever. Right. And I was just like, I'm not getting involved with this, but ultimately, you know, he lost his, you know, wife of 14 years and my kind of stepmom, And then, And then that girl left him after like two weeks. So he freaked out, had no, um, he just like tried to find some lady. He was like, he didn't want to die alone. And then he ended up with this fucking psycho, this fucking crazy lady. Who my dad did the same thing. Oh my God. He ended up like killing himself. It, ultimately, yeah. it was that like it was it was a bad oh, I'm sorry he, to hear about it, bro. Well, kind like base yeah, he basically did. He was he I mean he just drank himself to death. Right. Ugh. Yeah, that's you it's know intense. Yeah. Well, that's what the I mean the the eighty twenty role. <laughs> yeah, I try to think about anything like that, man. Like no one no one's perfect in this world. Mm-hmm. Like
1: you have to just My grandparents made it at least 45 years, I believe, before my grandpa passed away, right? And I know they would have made it until they both died. Yeah. And I was always just like, 45 years. Like, that's a long time, right? And just the honor to have someone's companionship for 45 years without wanting that distrust in their eyes, right? Because me and my wife had both been married previously. Right. Both been divorced because of people cheating on us, drug abuse, just being bad people, right? Right. So... One, I know that I never looked at my ex-wife with any bit of trust ever again.
0: Right, of course. Never
1: would. How could you? Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the like, I don't ever want to give my wife that in the back of her mind of, are you really going to Bobby's? Right. Right. Are you really going where you're saying you're going? I right. want her always to believe what I tell her. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I think about that shit all the time. Like, fuck that, man. That eighty twenty thing is real. Wow. So Don't
0: mess with that. I like it. Wow, that's powerful.
1: Old school mentality. I don't I don't know. Like if if you ask someone to marry you, like you got to take that shit like true soulmates, right? Like I feel that she is my true soulmate. Like she is a uh, she believes in a bunch of different spiritualities and everything, but she likes the concept of reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, Mm-hmm. no, nope. because in my mind, That means if that's true, then I have to come fight all through this back shit to find you again, Mm -hmm. because I believe you're my soulmate. So, like, I don't want to do that, that I want to be in peace, and I want to be able to do this my last time. I hope I learned what I learned. Right. And I get to transcend to the next being, whatever the hell that is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I was talking about that the other day, because, like, DMT and And like near death experiences and people ha- like seeing the other side, supposedly, and you know life uh, consciousness out, outside of the body yeah I, and i I feel like it's definitely possible, so but I, you know what it is, you know, is it Jesus or Moses or, or Muhammad or whatever uh I think it I mean I, I kind of believe that it's based on whatever you believe. I I believe the same thing. Because if you
1: look, I couldn't name them all, but supposedly there were seven true religions, Mm. right? That's what I was told when I was a kid. But whatever those religions are, the basis of every religion is love. Right. Love, forgiveness, peacefulness. You know, except for some where we went on the Crusades and did other things. But it's okay if it's in the name of God right? kind of deal. God whatever you know they want yeah. to spin that that whole term off to. so that's something like i just really just try to turn with is like it should be what you want to believe in stop pushing it down people's throats you know
0: yeah yeah we have these guys at the corner and they'll be like jesus died for your sins and like like kind of aggressively and it's like hey keep it down uh i, I feel like like with mushrooms they call to you you know, and like religion, it calls to you and you, by now, you probably should have checked a couple of them out and maybe seen what works for you. I like Jesus. I like Hinduism. I like Buddhism. Um, not like, I'm not that unknowledgeable about Islam enough to whatever I've only, and mostly what I've seen is on like movies or on the news. That's going to be prejudiced somewhat, right? So, in, especially after nine eleven, sh- yeah. And you know, you got like Malcolm X was kind of cool. I liked him actually. He was kind of cool, but like there was a, a what seemed like a violent aspect to it. But I could be wrong about that. I'm not that. I don't. I don't really totally remember. No, I, I got what you mean. Actually, uh, I made my daughter
1: uh i'm big into all cultures right mm-hmm. like i might be bald but i'm not racist mm-hmm. like i tell people you watch all the time your real skinheads aren't bald anymore <laughs> right yeah. most of the time they're sitting there just not like they're act. they're blended in with everyone else because they know what those people look like right i'm just bald from genetics right but like i literally made my daughter do a essay and research for like two weeks we had to- we're doing homeschooling with her last year on martin luther king and then made her do uh malcolm x and then do a contrast okay of i like it why do you think this way was more effective versus this way yeah right and which way could they have both melted together to also work really well for the means of everything Mm -hmm. right and she definitely saw the different means of like aggression over peacefulness
0: yeah you know and she was like why That's just. She thought it was really weird, but
1: she was very. She enjoyed it very. You know.
0: Yeah. Hardcore. I mean, sometimes you have like you you have to have a violent revolution in order to get results. That's it too. Like you really do. That's true. And sometimes people won't listen until you fucking slap them. Yeah. (laughs) And but and so, and progress has been made. And and like, I think America is the land of the opportunity for like anybody, all the religions, all the races, sexes, everybody has the right to succeed. We're all we're all held back by the same kind of fucking overlords anyways, Exactly. you know? So you got to pay your taxes and get through all these hoops just to get, you know, get ahead and get out of the, the matrix, the rat race, the fucking cubicles, the army do your own thing, move out to the mountains, but it starts like here and well, you know with the dream, Martin Luther King. Is, mm-hmm. So, and he, <clears throat> you know, he he believed in what he was saying and he made a big impact on people's judgment of black people who probably thought they were nothing you know, but animals and Yeah, all depicted, that shit that they were putting out there yeah, raping white women and smoking yeah, marijuana yeah, yeah. Fuck or oh whatever God. yeah
1: yeah i can't believe that they were and people still believe that to this day right like that whole reefer madness and uh-huh. all that propaganda bullshit right get out of here with that it's, come on
0: yeah it's, and that's the fucking news though that's our our then that's the powerful People at the top, which they, you know, I believe they control the media these days, the government. How can they not? Yeah, everything, and so that's what they were. That's what they wanted the people to think back then. And it took, you know, an example, shining example, even though I guess he was like really not that faithful to his wife supposedly, but it's just a rumor, and we all, what are you gonna do? we'll just keep stick stick to the other, the positive message. And he right. looked good, you know, like put in the suit and the tie and the marching and the fucking, you know, everybody was real like clean and, you know, like looked like real nice, you right. know, and that, that can do a lot, you know, images, everything. And Hollywood can make you out to be a villain or a hero. That's legit. I actually, I think that's my favorite line
1: from any movie is any time that uh, Back to the Future is playing, right? And he's all like, uh, who's that? Ronald Reagan? The president? Ha! Right? He's like, actor's a president. Right there. Right. Like, we should have all known right there. Like, Boom. Something's happening. Right. Oh. Legitimately.
0: Hmm. <laughs> they started putting an actor in The President back then. Man. Was yeah. it a forefront all the way back then? I know. Well, and then they say that like Hollywood helped uh with the moon landing. Yeah, I've actually there's a huge uh you like like documentary movies. Yeah. Uh
1: it's called Room three twenty one, I think, but it's that whole Stanley Kubrick about doing Stephen King. Yeah, I was telling you a little bit about it when you were telling me about your guys' pair coming out. Yeah, the pair's right. coming
0: out. And uh the stanley hotel the Stan- yeah and uh what was the shining with mm-hmm. jack nicholson so supposedly there's a, you really have
1: to watch the movie because there's so much information in it but basically they're saying Kubrick helped film the apollo moon landings right and he gives a bunch of clues that he did in in the whole like kid shirt I the kid shirt something. yeah he stands up and it says apollo 11. 321 was actually changed like stephen king also hated this like he this is why he took more control over any movie that ever came out afterwards is it came out and he changed almost every single aspect of it in the oh book. that's right yeah
0: so it wasn't room
1: 321 the other room, it was like 327 or yeah i don't remember exactly what the numbers are but uh
0: those pencils
1: basically the studio which was shot apollo 11 was set 321 yeah so like that's why he changed the room number so there's so many like things that they connect back to him faking the moon landings
0: that's funny
1: and also so much racism that colorado had towards the indians oh no that's like put in there really hardcore like how colorado really massacred so many people me and my wife actually went and saw a castle we went and had, a, like, an old English tea for our anniversary. And then we, like, did the research on the castle while we were there. And it was an old uh, French slave owner. But basically, like, it, it, there was some, like, dirty shit going down there that he was killing killing Indians. Like, big old massacre that he, in, you know, instituted. and But it's all, like, these subliminal messages that are put into The Shining about, like all the crazy stuff colorado did against natives too is that
0: people just looking for shit though
1: maybe i don't think so because he actually did nine months before he shot the shining he did a uh six month course with new york about subliminal advertising oh i love so that. there's like a uh, old glass of whiskey and some ice maybe it was vodka so it was some kind of mixed drink and then some ice poured in it right and inside the glasses says sex.
0: Oh, I saw that. Right. And it was yeah. all
1: subliminal messaging and yeah. like so he did 6 months of this course with these people that do all these
0: subliminal sheesh, messages. Sheesh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Underwear of legends. Legend. <laughs> dude. I've had my team make it like a you know, commercial and have like sh- a jingle kind of thing. Comfort like it would flash like comfort and flat like real fast during the commercial oh, okay, okay yeah. sheath and you know in the mid in the middle of it, just to I fu- I don't know we should do that again, put that out there, Matt, let's make yeah. another commercial more bid. subliminal
1: messages, yeah, I mean what especially if you do when you if you should advertise the shining pair like that,
0: yeah, and it, yeah exactly subliminal shining pair we're gonna i mean messaging for the shining pair because we needed a little bit of these underwear are going to change your life <laughs> you <laughs> know and people say that people literally say that to me which we have a 3.21 version which is i thought was kind of interesting with the room 321 but people say these underwear changed my life and i'm like relax but how people have said that to me it's really true though bro if so you weird. gave me that first
1: pair and legitimately i have not put another pair my father-in-law every time he comes up he's like do you have any more have wow. any more of those and i'm like not in that size not right now right like yeah have to re-up on those wow. but uh, every time he's always like my my dad loves them now at first he wasn't about them yeah he was like uh they're not really for me but he's not a silk person and i think he mistakes the rail on for the silk fill. yeah so i it think it freaked soft. him out at
0: first i don't like silk either dude yeah. i had a, my i had a suggestion that i'm make it out of silk and i almost threw up because yeah i actually that's what i do too i mentioned silk so to him he almost throws up as well he's like ew like he gets like all creeped out about it that's i wonder like what that's for chicks about. dude i don't know like no i mean I, whatever i don't like silk sheets i don't like silk as I've a never fabric personally shit, so. i mean I, I, we all have different like kind of te- you know like yeah certain textures or whatever people think it's sensual and etc cetera, etc cetera. slide off the bed i can only imagine it's, it's more, not it's just bad enough with egyptian cotton Egyptian you gotta get the
1: 6,000 thread count see you know like if, if, if uh, I like to believe that I have lived a previous life, right? Because okay. there's experiences you think of but something that resonates with me the most is Egyptian like mm, I love Hardcore that. like yeah, I've always told my wife. I'm like, I, I really think I kind of want to be mummified Wow, I have this belief that I, I'm not so much worried about my stuff, right? But I actually, this is something I I like as an artist, but I've printed over there's six boxes and each box has 600 or 100 films and it's so over 600 films right which means 600 different screens i've printed in the last three years oh, okay but i save every film wow and i store it and it's ca- almost cataloged into the order of which i printed them right uh-huh. and i went and i weighed it the other day and it's 45 pounds of just literally plastic little film you've seen them in, yeah. in my house it's just it's the negatives for or the positives for the screens and it was like 45 pounds and i'm like Well, that's kind of my art, right? Like 98% of that I did myself. Mm -hmm. I I created it. I might have used someone's logo, but I put my spin off of it or the artwork around it, right? Yeah. And so I was like, well, that'd be cool if it's something you buried with. But I like the belief of... So I actually went and took off to be a donor, right? Because... They take all your shit from you i don't want my skin missing i don't want my spleen gone because i do have this resonance of like the egyptians believed you needed those things to transcend to the next part of life i'm open to this right all right so i've like i don't know i've always really resonated with that egyptian side of things oh, hardcore that's why i like that purple and gold feel a lot or that but you know it's like a dark blue but purplish royal blue gold feel that shit looks so good like we were gonna do with your podcast
0: yeah 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 no. Purple.
1: Yeah, purple's like a royal. Royalish blue. You know, midnight purple,
0: midnight blue. Like, yeah. Shit looks well, so like good like together. the Colorado Rockies color. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. Or, that
1: shit almost kind of like this.
0: This bitch ain't recording. I I was here with Gilbert Smith twice. It was recording, I, and it, well, it, it didn't record good. I called him Gilbert Burns, and there was a fucking <laughs> this fucking uh, the static that I'm trying to like. That's why I'm wiggling my wire a little bit, right? Make yeah, sure. Like you okay. Oh, that yeah, is like, that's blue. Oh, but I like that. Yeah,
1: with that dark blue. But this was supposed to be a better
0: gold. But that's cool though. Show the show the camera. I like yeah. that. You make, is, so you made that for the, the Salt Lake City? Salt Lake City Police Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Team. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know, you can, everyone can say
1: what they want about police, right? But if a police is going to train in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I'm about that shit. Yeah, I
0: think that makes them a better person. I
1: think it does too. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of more relationship skills, right, that the police could learn to build. Yeah, probably. Um, I worked in psych for 10 years wow. at the mental hospital at Wyoming as both a CNA and a security guard right
0: so cna what is that uh certified nursing assistant okay so basically
1: you know a couple of steps up like two steps up for a nurse but like four years of actual schooling that the nurses have to do compared to a cna we just have a certificate Did
0: you wear a white coat no okay unfortunately they don't they don't do that in, well not unfortunately but they don't, they don't do that in uniform what were, just a what'd you wear
1: uh we actually had security uniforms okay when i was when i was a cna we had we could either wear scrubs or business attire so we could you know but basically had to there's a bunch of messed up I guess situations with that but uh, I don't know there's a lot of relationship skills that are missed that I think they always say oh well, you're nervous well do you know my baseline? maybe I'm always nervous right? maybe I'm just a jittery person maybe I have ADHD mm-hmm. right? maybe I didn't smoke today mm-hmm. Like maybe I'm just a little bit antsy because I'm moving in two days but you pulled me over I already have a million things going on I'm moving, gas is expensive This This is the last thing I need right now. Exactly, and then
0: you're just a little shaken up, but you don't know my baseline. So how can you say I'm nervous? I've been arrested before, and I've fucking gone to jail before, and I have weed in the car, and I don't fucking like this. (laughs) You fuck. That's why. Exactly. Right. I'm not doing
1: anything. I'm not doing anything now. But your position of authority makes me nervous because you could
0: abuse it at any
1: second. I have no camera going. If I get a camera going, you get automatically defensive. Right. Right. And I get it. Like there is some white privilege associated. Fucking dude, I, I've been
0: arrested. Like, I think I've got, I've gotten off like twice mm-hmm. where I don't know what, like I just got lucky. I don't know. Cause it was like a roach. I had a roach and then, and a joint another time. Um, But I, I, every other, like six other times I've been arrested and like, you, you break the law, you fucking break the law. And then how you respond. Now okay i don't know every situation but like <laughs> you know you i mean I, my advice is to just be as like respectful as possible and just fucking you got i mean because you're not gonna win that i've learned i learned a lot it's a you respect someone that wants the respect right i get the respect is earned at times too but there's just some things that
1: it's easier to
0: just deal with, right? And sometimes they're just fucking, they're ass, they're fucking assholes. And like skinhead, blonde hair, blue eyed Texas totally motherfucking tell. just like want to take, they don't, they want, they like it. They, they like want to fuck up your day. At least that's how it feels at the time. And like, that's how, I mean, those are the, uh, that's who I've been arrested by. I mean, I've been under, anyways. I totally get that. But yeah since those guys hit me up man I was I was more than welcome to help them
1: out because we've had a nice longer conversation with the sergeant I think he is with a uh, Christopher deck there uh, that's in Salt Lake City um, they've done two orders with me now they did just like rash guards last time and then just recently they did rash guards and uh, board shorts so they can go to competitions in all of them nice and it's the way I figure it is someone can learn it's not always about choking someone out right. It can just ends. exactly. You can learn to control someone better on the ground than killing them, like with whatever happened recently and what it continues to happen. It needs on the back of the neck, mm-hmm. um, on proper restraint techniques. We had a one-arm restraint system at the state hospital, right? And uh, I'm not gonna say the name just because it probably gets sued for it. <laughs> but it was like it was, it was certified and everything, and it was it was humane. It was actually developed for kids, little kids that were having violent outbreaks and then they just developed the system where basically it was for adults right but you only had one arm they had one arm free so you were kind of like hidden behind the shoulder so they couldn't hit you at all mm-hmm. and your stance was widened out and you protected them really well it was called a one arm restraint um when i first started man you oh, should i just said that anyway when i first started it um we we used to have ground restraints uh, they barred those in like 2000, what I say, like 12 or something. So there's no more ground restraints when you're dealing with a mental patient in a state hospital. Um,
0: what do you mean you can't throw them on the ground? No. So, you know, you can't throw them on the ground. I mean, you anyway. want like put
1: them on the ground and hold them there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If they're on the ground, the only way that that can happen is if you get a restraint board. And a restraint board is basically a five-point restraint system where they lay on a board almost like a gurney, right? You have to have a nurse's privilege. They have to be violent enough that you can't control them, right? And they get strapped down with five restraints, two, one on each limb and then two across the chest, basically. Or no, it's one across the chest. Yeah and then sometimes they're violent enough for long longer periods of time where even medicine's not working and things like that where you actually put them on a bed that's a six-point restraint system so there's one across not their not their chest but their sternum and one across their legs mm-hmm. so but there's like a lot of like laws so if it ever goes to the ground you actually you're supposed to let them up and you have to re-engage in standing up it's almost like kickboxing right but you're not fighting them you're never throwing strikes at them you're always deflecting it's more of deflecting Maneuvering and put for you know pivoting them so you get behind them to get the one arm restraint in. Yeah, um, it was very humane. Was yeah. the thing like we never beat these people up? That's not what our jobs were. Like even putting our hands on them was a last resort. Like they had to be an immediate danger to themselves or others. So you get to know people over time, right? And someone's sitting there and they're yelling, but they have a weapon in their hand, but they're not hitting anybody with the weapon. Nine out of ten times, I could talk to you and make you put that weapon down. Yeah, by human relation skills, mm-hmm. right? Just sitting there and simply relating to somebody of what's what's going on.
0: How yeah. do you
1: feel? For sure, right? What's the real problem going on here? Like, like you don't want a human, to, <laughs> yeah, it, like a human, yeah, right? And you you get on like the, there's a thing where you get on their same level that they are at as well. If they're sitting down, then you kneel down because who likes to be on the ground sitting down and someone's above them you have now a spot of authoritarian to them they're not going to respond they're not going to listen and they're not going to interact with you or communicate you with way because you're now authority you're you're almost the the aggressor to them right so you get down on their level and you look them in the eye Mm -hmm. you keep your distance so in case they do have a weapon or whatever they're not going to hit you with it but you sit there and you relate to the person, like, what's going on? And sometimes you can't be like, oh, I know that. You, sometimes you really have to be like, I can't imagine what that's like. But I'm sorry you're going through that.
0: Right? Very simple. So, I mean, you know, like, and like, like you would maybe treat your brother. Your, your family, exactly. Yeah. Like
1: any human, like it's yeah. human decency. That's that's yeah. one of the first things that we're taught. Like So that's when we do this system that was called MET, right? Um, i'm sure i can say it it's just i can't teach it yeah um our first there were, i think there was 12 chapters in the whole book i still i was actually an instructor in it since i became a security guard so that's why it's really important important about the relational skills that are built into that book i don't want to have to wrestle when i go to work i'm not i didn't go go and get a state job to get my ass beat every day especially since i can't defend myself in the way i was taught in Taekwondo you know those kind of methods i can't hit these people
0: right i have to
1: deflect and restrain them but i have to restrain them in humane so i can't walk in a rear naked choke i can't do an omoplata fucking you know i can't do any of that kind of stuff i have to sit there and deflect so my main goal is always not to fight that should always be anyone's of course especially if i'm not getting paid to fight just like everyone said if you're not getting paid what are you fighting for are uh, 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 you fucking' talking shit exactly <laughs> so that's different respect you know honor's different but uh honor's definitely different but uh I just don't see the point in going and pay getting paid sixteen fifty to maybe oh right get my life ended I mean no, I had no, great no, benefits no, of course but I was like all right no so that relationship skill really took hold into me and so the first, like there's 12 chapters, like I was talking about, the first 10 chapters are purely relational skills. You heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Mm-hmm. That's built into there. Yeah. Um, the crisis. Have you ever heard of a crisis cycle?
0: Mm, probably.
1: So it's basically what someone in distress or crisis goes through from baseline to escalation to full blown crisis to de-escalation. But if you don't... Maybe not. Yeah, so I, I could pull it up, and I'll, I'll show it to you sometime. But yeah. uh wish we had, like, that Jamie, like we were talking about from yeah, Joe okay. Rogan, right? Hey, bro, pull this up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, basically... We're not big time yet. The Maslow Harki of Needs, right, is just like a triangle. So at the bottom of it's your basic needs, food, shelter, that kind of stuff, right? And it starts building up with the end one being self-actualization or awareness. And basically that you're whole within your... Your triangle, you you feel whole as a person because yeah. your triangle is built. Mm-hmm. If you actually take the crisis cycle and flip that triangle upside down, it matches. Oh, no. Exactly. Yeah. Meaning that most everyone that's in a crisis mode means that they don't have any of their. They're, they're, they're needs at the very. Met. Exactly. Yeah. They're at the very base of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And more than likely, it's food, it's safety, it's shelter, right? It's those basic living needs that we that
0: we need, right? So,
1: nine out of ten times, that was usually what it was. was What's one of those four needs? Yeah, I'm hungry, but these assholes won't give me a snack. Right, right. Well, food's not limited here. I'll get you a piece of fruit. Right, you want banana or do you want uh, an orange,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: apple, whatever. They could have fruit whenever they wanted. They I mean, didn't. isn't
0: it though? Like more probably based on some sort of trauma, like being triggered. Of course, triggered? of course. But that is where your psychologists get involved in it, right? Yeah.
1: But there's a point where, like, when we're dealing with it, that when you find out the reason why it's happening, right, and that where it comes from, the basic relationship skills of being able to talk to somebody, you can figure out what's wrong. Now, it might go deeper, you're right. It might go into whatever kind of abuse could have happened as a kid or the things they saw or whatever, right? And that's where their psychologist or, or uh, I can't think of the other, psychiatrist will deal with those kind of things, psychologists mostly, right? They'll deal with those those kind of aspects because that's not really, you're out of your scope of practice. In right,
0: CNA. but like it's something that's triggering them to start like losing their shit and it's probably not. Maybe food. I mean, I, you guys, like you said, you're you, feeding you them. Really, be
1: you'd be surprised how much of it is. It's just those four basic needs. Mm. Of I, I, didn't. I'm, I'm thirsty, right? Or I'm so used to being able to have a pop when I want a pop, mm-hmm. right? That now I don't have any money because no one. I was put in the state hospital involuntarily, right? Right. Uh, okay. All this shit. So, okay. like, yeah, yeah. A lot of that stuff all actually. Up. It really does. Um, yes, of course. Like, there's things that you just can't help. Right, they're, they're only medicine is gonna help. But at the same time, like you can't just come in and put someone on medicine if they refuse No, it. There's this actual big long, all. and there's this big long process of, okay, well it goes to court and then it has to get approved through a judge's order. There was times where we literally would come to work and they're like, well, we have to go to this unit guys and we have to go force meds on this guy. Mm. What do you mean force meds on him? And yeah, what do you mean? So basically we have to go in and like we said, we try to explain to him the situation um, as your doctors have talked about with you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, um, coming down to a judge's order, they have to give you medication. And this could be a guy that you had a really good rapport with a hundred percent. Right. And they look at you and they're like, fuck you. Right, And the first thing they do is they try to swing at you. Yeah. Well, that initiates that whole there being immediate danger to themselves or others, so you restrain them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe two or three other people come in and help you, and so they're not flailing their arm around for a short brief of time, right? And you go in and you give them a shot. Not us. The nurse comes in and gives them a shot. Well, you hold them down. And maybe for two weeks we have to do that every day. Until? Until that med works. And uh, you can see how well whatever was imbalanced in their system whatever I, i'll admit not all meds work and i'm not a med master or you know western medicine person of like let's give meds to everybody no but no. for some things that are mental and the illnesses that are provided in that you can truly i've seen the difference of someone where they went from just being absolutely manic and and up and down and what people like to say crazy but just truly unwell right just unwell and all of a sudden this med kicks in after two weeks and they're just like me and you no way i swear to god bro i've <laughs> seen i've seen that so many times but the, the saddest part about that is we all talk about there's not enough men you know health or help for mental health yeah uh, the the dude with uh, the dark blue right does mm-hmm. all the mental health stuff mm-hmm. love all the causes for it but again, like we talk about bureaucrats in the system that make sure shit can't get done. So I'm sitting there one day with my best friend Toa. Uh, we worked together. He's a Samoan dude from from Samoa, of course. Mm-hmm. But we'd sit there and we were there all the time together. Uh, I th- I knew he had my back. If like I was getting choked out by by a client or a patient, I knew he would save me. Right? And I didn't have that with a lot of the other people because some of these people were scary, man. Like. They truly, were like, and I, I did work on a CJS unit where there are convicted killers. Wow, right? Can't get into that details because subpoena, HIPAA, that kind of shit, of course. But like, it was crazy, it was it was some
0: intense stuff. Wow, but like, the help that you actually saw some of the people get was pretty cool. Well, they have like super like tattoos all over their face? And uh, I actually only had dealt with one case like that, uh, okay. like, but, but they, they left were like pretty soon, and in- they were like in- kind of insane. Uh,
1: this is yeah no so like back to like the whole bureaucrat kind of thing um a lot of it is in the the correctional facility is it's a free ride for some people Hmm. so you just act a little crazy so basically Uh, to get there all you have to do is say you don't understand your charges whoa whoa if you don't understand your charges then they're going to put you in a state facility to then evaluate your mental capacity right right but if they can prove you know through sometimes it could be a year-long process of these doctors interviewing these patients constantly and constantly and constantly that he understands his charges he's just saying he doesn't right right but a lot of like people do it just for a vacation from jail <laughs> because like it is it's why we call it criminal justice unit and they are in a locked cell for you know most of the day it's well not locked so it's actually an open cell unless something goes down and we have to lock the block and go on and restrain anybody if there's fights but they it's like a, it's like jail but they have open doors basically when they want open doors yeah so it, it was a vacation to them because they had a TV in the front room they could have to control at all times. Oh, yeah. Right? They got out and we got a, we let we let them play Xbox, PlayStation, smoke therapeutic. breaks, therapeutic. Uh, they didn't allow cigarettes there. Okay. They, they did some kind of tax thing years before where if they didn't allow uh, the patients or the staff to smoke anymore, they got like ten million dollars a year from the state. Oh, weird. Right. It's just one of those insurance kind of things we don't have to pay so much in insurance because there's not flames up here and and all that nonsense okay. so that was actually a disadvantage because i was always like it'd be a lot easier if these fools could smoke cigarettes on <laughs> days, you know like fuck but um <coughs> man it was so the problem is too is like i was saying the bureaucracy of it is a lot of people there don't need to be there right right they're using the system yeah and i'd say at least in the criminal justice service a lot of them are that way Hmm. uh this day and age to get ngmi which is not guilty by reason of mental insanity is super rare you can try to argue that all day long you're gonna have lots of testing and you're gonna spend a couple years in a state state hospital which is a mental facility of people like to call it an asylum what the hell ever It's not an asylum, but they they still like to term it that, right? Like you're going to spend a couple years there while they're evaluating you, and if you don't, then you're just going to go back to jail anyway, right? You might have gotten three years out of prison, but did all this work, got used to a certain way of living, and then you have to go back to prison. Yeah, fuck that noise, right? But then there's people in there that want the help, and there's people in there that don't want the help, and you can usually see the people that do. But like I'm saying, we'll go in and we'll force meds, we'll get someone stabilized for six months, and they ship them off with no job with no income, with, with this fucking $8,000 a month bill for their medication if they mm. want to stay healthy. Oh, yeah. Right? And they only give them the first six weeks of their medications. That's hilarious. So we send you out the door. We stabilize you, force meds on you, do all this shit, right? And then we basically, well, not we, but the, the bureaucrats kick you out the door and say, good luck in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Either eat, feed your family, pay your rent, or take your meds.
0: Eight, who could afford $8,000 a month? Yeah, even if it was $800 a month, a lot right. of these people can't afford that, right? Yeah.
1: Of course, I was being exaggerated when I said $8,000. Well, but I don't know. I've still, heard of things. Some of those things are, do cost that yeah. much. But usually at that point, they do have state help. So basically, they kick them out, and that's what it ends up coming down to. Three months later, guess who's back? That guy. It used to be, the system used to be when my dad worked there and like my aunts and uncles and when the system was like really instituted it was not it was it wasn't acute it was chronic which means they rehabilitated people Mm -hmm. you weren't you didn't get out until you could prove you rehabilitated wow right so the self the state hospital before i think it was like 1980 or something was fully self-sustainable they had their own farm they had their own cattle. They had they had everything where legitimately they didn't need the town to help them. They didn't because all the people that, that basically could have a job at the state hospital worked there. Wow. Worked in the laundry, worked in the kitchen, and it gave them something to do. Yeah. Like right? like Instead employees. of sit in your room and decide what you want to do for the next eight, nine months of your life. And maybe you want to go to a group that you'll get, you know, some benefits out of. So maybe you won't go to a group that you'll get benefits out of. It's all up to how you feel. It could take six years for you to get out of here for anyone really cares. But it's also a cue of a revolving door of we'll get them good for, like I said, we'll keep them for six months, uh, get them stable, send them out and they're back in three, if not a month later. And it's like this. So you're never really servicing new people. And if you are, then it's just, it's the same shit. They they're end up, starting they're, their cycle. They're starting their cycle. Like, wow! And it's like I keep saying wow, <laughs> but it's true. The money wasted, man. Like I saw, I saw a how much money the state, right? Like I saw an email. I was a security guard, and I, I was pretty good in with everybody. When I got attached to an email, I probably shouldn't have been attached to one time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no names or name. But there was at least eighty percent left from the budget last year that they hadn't spent that they were worried about spending this year so they were literally talking back and forth in an email about how to spend this shit exactly right yeah and it was because if you don't spend it then you're not going to get that same amount next year from the state yeah re- yeah right but mm-hmm. instead of doing these things to help people out they're getting new cabinets right. and they're putting in tile and instead of making wow. sure that you have good Whoa. staff instead of giving them raises and doing shit like that they're lining their own pockets. But it's real funny that everyone that was up in the ivory tower, as we like to call it, the administration building, all had new cars every two months. I swear to God, it was every two to six months, bro. And I'm like, either you guys are on a lease program or you guys are rolling in the dough. Like, I just don't understand this shit. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, and they because they can hire their friends or whoever has the construction. That's exactly company, it. And, and then, then pay them it. double, and then split it. And, and yeah. like the government other contracts are always overpaid,
1: right? Always. Well, was it Springfield Armory took the uh, arm the army's contract a couple of years ago, right? I don't know. I am pretty sure it was Springfield Armory out of. And uh, I looked at their gun because I was like, oh, I, I like their their pistols, right? And looked at it, and I was like, okay, about three hundred twenty-five bucks. So then I saw the ad or the whatever it was from, not to add the shit from where we spent the allocation for from the government to Springfield Arms and they paid them $1,200 Oh my
0: god per the same gun Right what the fu- what have
1: you never heard of wholesale before
0: i know right it should be cheaper it not should, fucking more four times more expensive that makes no sense i'm gonna sell you underwear for a hundred dollars a pair u.s government and just call me and we'll, we'll make a deal uh protect the president's boys yeah I, well if dave smith wins and he won't he could but it's anyways he wears sheath. he should be the libertarian candidate for president in 2024 which should be fun that's the dude we just printed that stuff for right his yeah well robbie that was robbie okay and oh and that well that that's an, actually another dude for david Duncan blankenship. blank he he, he, the he was uh chair he became the, they took over this whole caucus of the libertarian party the mises caucus okay. called the Mecocks. The cox and the Meekox support Sheath Underwear because we support the Meekox, okay. which is the libertarian, which has cock in it, which is kind of funny. That is and, funny. And with their things, a hedgehog. That that's the Libertarian Party instead oh, of the oh, donkey. Of the Mico- oh, okay, gotcha. The me—I don't know what a meek Mi- Okay, so the the cock is a Mises Caucus, and Ludwig von Mises was some uh, libertarian economic guy, and he uh, okay. something something. I don't even know. Maybe he was like a theorist. Anytime I hear like that name, like Ludwig, or so, like that yeah. old, I always think of
1: like like Ghostbusters. Uh, no, I yeah, think that, of Germans. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I always think of, like, some dude that, like, pla- practiced dark magic back in the day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he was some sort of... I like uh, those names, though. Ludwig. Like, Vladimir. Francis caucus. So, it's his caucus. They took it over. Like, they won every chair, delegate, spot, position. And so, if Dave wants to run, he'll be the candidate. And he's really good. He's, co- I mean, he's a comedian, so he can talk shit. And... And and like he can take heckles and like if you know if they ask him a crazy question he's probably got a good answer for it. So anywhere sheath and he and and I you know, if the presidents were in sheath or even a presidential candidate, hey. cause they always get more popular. Every time there's a presidential candidate now, everybody you know most people know ron paul or gary johnson Nick or gingrich or yeah any of those motherfuckers gingrich was a republican but oh was he yeah i he, thought
1: he i thought he ended up running as
0: a independent oh maybe you I, know I thought he might yeah yeah you're probably you're probably right um, he, was, he, was, he was he was something house of representatives he was actually supposedly pretty good because he helped with the budget and that's the whole thing i don't like about these people is they're not showing us the money they're sp- overspending they're being irresponsible and then still lending more money to other countries no offense but like if we're in debt we can't give you money that we don't have and it's all like a mystery like where it's all going i, I like to say they're not countries anymore but they're just businesses with, oh yeah they're just brands
1: they're on their own brand america china australia it's all their own brand uh,
0: bullshit. Well, and that's why I wanted a fucking. I didn't vote for Trump, whatever. But I wanted a business person. Could have been Carla Figuer. But a good business
1: person at that, right? Yeah, not Trump.
0: <laughs> well, there was a there was a the lady. Car, her name was like Carla Fiorino or something. Oh, I know who talked. Yeah, she was the own, uh, president of Hewlett Packard. She really seemed like she was kind of like ethical and business like and. Uh, smart and you know I, that's what i want somebody that's not gonna treat the government like it's piggy bank but like a business that needs to show profits and losses or whatever
1: no i get the yeah cause i don't think fort knox or any uh, none of our gold has been audited since i think i think kennedy was the last oh. one to do it and i may be wrong about that right I'll have to double check my facts but it's real funny like People always ask, like, why did Kennedy get, assass- Kennedy get assassinated? And I, I truly believe, that if you go back and look at it, for a short period of time, yeah, you got a. I got one on me.
0: What? Like a, p- a pricker?
1: No. Uh, let's see.
0: Oh, a dollar okay. bill. So, at the top,
1: what does it say in the brown piece
0: in between the twenties? Federal Reserve note. What's a note? It is a. <laughs> they wrote you something, yeah. It's just a the piece loan, of paper. a loan. Okay. I'd look
1: up in banking
0: terms, oh, yeah. a note. If you pay your car note, yeah, you're true. paying a
1: loan. Yeah. So, when I looked further and deeper into it, right, this really is value, valueless. This is a loan on the Federal Reserve of what our gold is supposed to be. Right. 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 But we haven't done an audit of the gold. Since i believe it was kennedy um for a short period of time he actually took and dis like got rid of the federal reserve if you can still find the uh bills i think it's from 1961 to 62 is right before he was assassinated it was only like six months it no longer said federal reserve no it said united states right 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 right, right. because he was saying we're now going to start being responsible as this is real money right. this is currency this is not a loan from the federal reserve a lot of people don't realize that this is not this is okay, at the federal is. reserve which is the rockefellers it's a private entity i know right? so if they wanted to disappear tomorrow
0: right they're loaning our government money
1: exactly then interest. all this is it's tender. there's literally places in other countries where it costs three million dollars to buy a can of tuna Uh, right right and they literally have to pay like this so you see pieces of paper just scattered like or you know it's paper now well just paper then but basically just dollar bills just laid on the street because actual paper is more valuable than their money there i don't want america to become like that i know right so i think that's why he was assassinated because he was gonna take the power away from the federal reserve which was the rockefellers and everybody else right and when you start fucking around with people's money They're gonna kill you. Yeah, plain and simple. And it's really funny that right after he died, it went right back to the Federal Reserve.
0: Wow, I don't think that's coincidence. Yeah, I I heard something about him making the it was like a greenback or something, and it was just backed by the American. I don't know, but not. I think it was the price of gold with the Federal Reserve. Yeah, it didn't have nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. And that's what a lot of libertarians say. A lot of Ron Paul's like in the Fed because they're like jacking around interest rates to control the economy and that's yeah they have but the the fact that they have control and they're making interest off of our like of what like why why are
1: they involved again like george carlin we're not really free when do you own something you have to pay taxes on this property i have to pay taxes on my property exactly right so when do you truly own something on my vehicle i have to pay taxes did you be able to drive it around i have to you know license it and plate it and do all that bullshit i have to pay so many
0: taxes that yeah.
1: i never truly own something where i don't have to pay for it again unless
0: so it's like clothes or something maybe and well that uh this dude he's klaus schwab he's like saying you're gonna from davos the new world order people shout out nwo let's let's Wolf do business pack. yeah but there, you know, you're gonna own nothing, and you're gonna be happy. I don't know exactly what that means, but it already, it sounds like we're already kind of there, to an extent. And we're, you know, we're here. We're trying to live the American dream, doing the best we can. It's a you know. It's it's a challenge for everybody. <clears throat> Nobody's got it. Well, some people have like a silver spoon, I guess, but. They think
1: even this people the Silver Spoon are being really conservative right now.
0: Everyone should be conservative because this shit is, is on shaky ground. You know, I actually talked to my dad about this a while back, but I was like,
1: you know, like I've always been a big wrestling fan before MMA was popular and legal, right? Before it was like, a, you know, black market sport, basically in the 90s, all I had was wrestling WWE. I didn't watch that shit over WCW, just watched WWF at the time kind of stuff, right? So, like, I've always been, like, really into that kind of side of business of wrestling and, and like, just paying your dues. Like, there's a lot of that in wrestling, too. Like, people want to say it's fake, people want to, it's predetermined, I, I do agree. But, like, you go get hit in the face with a steel chair.
0: Yeah, those slaps.
1: You go do like, it. like Yeah, you, or
0: they hit you in the back with a no.
1: chair, or even that. These people are actually performing most of the time. Gym like the stars, you know, the for the top fifteen people are performing three hundred days a year. Okay, wrestling doesn't do that. Football, sure, shit doesn't do that. The only people that I think even come close to that kind of schedule is what hockey. Not even hockey. Baseball. They're the only ones that play like hundred games or something like that, right? Yeah, a season or some shit. People that have everyday jobs, they go to work. They do, but they're not getting you know thrown off the top rope onto you know even if it's padded, shit, twelve foot drop is twelve foot drop. I know, like, yeah. So I've always had a lot of respect for wrestling. I actually for just sure. Did a, like I said, that Jack Claffey did mm-hmm. his get. He was from the WWE. I've gotten more business uh, from in, in England from him, right? At least more. If I haven't gotten business, I've had attraction to the website. Literally, I have at least two hundred people new a month from england okay and he's the one from england sharing the mm-hmm. shit looking at the website because i have uh my platform actually tells me each time someone logs on in their location so yeah. if you logged on and say like woodland park and if you register it would tell me who you were right right kind of thing yeah so like it's actually pretty cool to like look at the analytics absolutely just because he's it's sharing the shit all they might day. not be selling something all the time but they're getting eyes on the brand yeah right the seed is planted so like Wrestling's always been in that with me. I still think you should try to get with Roman Reigns, which is uh, probably he's probably the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Right? Mm. Is like everyone's on that like list, but he's part of a old school Samoan dynasty family of wrestlers. Okay. Like legitimately, and he is right now at the top of the list. But when he wrestles, he wrestles in pants, kind of like in like a tactical kind of pants. But okay. he, all you see is his waistband. Um, all the time, so sheath all, would be perfect, and all you see is Under Armour on that shit. No way, and I'm sitting there looking all the time, watching
0: it, bro, going.
1: Sheath oh, we need would to, look real
0: well on that. Yeah, that's the kind. Roman of,
1: Reigns hit us up, right? Hit yeah. hit
0: Bobby up, bro. Like, yeah, we need to talk to Roman. Joe Anoi, and now
1: I know I can't say it. Anoi. know ianoiii I I. I'm, I'm fucking it up now. Disrespecting yeah, his family. Up. Sorry, bro.
0: It's all good. It's much respect it's the, the attempt the king of the table or the head of the table is
1: what is like the moniker is right now so it's like it's a cool thing but i really think just the views like i i love mma always have right? yeah but wrestling still gets the most views per show per any. like you look at facebook instagram and in any of that kind of stuff wrestling has more combined fans than nfl um nba nhl walmart mcdonald's starbucks there's like 25 other huge brands and sports brands out there i think even ufc i believe because it's not all the way worldwide but wrestling was worldwide first right there's like i think it's like 2.3 billion people at least follow wrestling jesus right and wwe so you, you, gotta get you get on that stage, especially someone like Roman Reigns, which is the double champion right now, Uh-oh. whether it's legitimate or not.
0: I know. I'm not right? worried about no, that. No, I know. I just hate
1: other people. When I was, uh, like I, when I was a kid, dude, I, I, was so, I was so afraid to tell people when I was a kid that I was a wrestling fan. Oh, wow. Right? Because you, you kind of felt like, oh, shit, am I white trash? Like, that's the way they made you feel. I know. Right? Like, other people. Like, you watch that shit? Like... Oh, it's fake or they it's bloody and it's this and it's that, and it's like, but it's entertainment. Right? There's yeah. been plenty of times I've ordered a UFC pay per view where I'm like, I just spent seventy-five fucking dollars on that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then as a kid, every month I ordered a thirty five dollar to forty dollar pay per view from wrestling, and I can guarantee you I never walked away not happy. It didn't matter if my guy lost and got his ass beat. Right, but mm-hmm. I guess I understand entertainment different than other people. At the same time, people are so competitive. Like, oh my god, I didn't win, but was it a good fight? Yeah, it's got to be a good fight,
0: right? Well, like, a good
1: I, fight. I, I get like your guy might have gotten trashed, and then it sucks. But when it comes to those dog wars, like, yeah, those just those straight fights and wars, right? Yeah, and it's
0: like a split decision. It, exactly, yeah. you're like nobody lost. Uh, nobody lost. Like yeah. that. That was great. Exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. I'm like that with chess. When I play, like if I lose from a stupid mistake or whatever, I get I get really irritated with myself. But if I'm, if I, you know, if it was a good game and like when you got here, at least it was a draw. A draw. To to a draw. Take a draw over a loss. Yeah, you guys both had two pieces, right? Two pieces each. I had had my king and my knight, and he only had his king. I think I could have got him, but maybe not. It It
1: would have been a little while. Yeah, I'm maybe i don't it's really hard
0: to trap someone
1: with the you have to be in a corner and if he knows to stay in the middle yeah
0: But i'm taking these lessons and i feel like he showed me a way now i'm not sure i would have remembered exactly how to do it but you just kind of like just keep hooking him in yeah you well and you gotta like take him to the corner somehow that's what i was saying you have to trap him in the corner to make sure that he just really has no more movement there not sure how it would do that we need to go back over that one georgie That's i was supposed to one. have a lesson today i i was supposed to have a chess lesson today at four but oh nice uh it got canceled because we got some this and so well,
1: i appreciate the time bro yeah our last time chilling until come back for a while i should be up next month to sign papers on the house once it sells
0: nice so you can
1: chill for a little while my, my wife wants to know if you and your wife want to go paddle boarding
0: since we didn't get to last time yeah i don't know i would have to i'll have to ask her we, that that sounds fun where would where, we have that canoe Is somewhere right, there's, oh, a, there's a lake around here isn't there? yeah well, yeah we'll ask Just her a lake her. we'll go talk to her i would love that would be fun i would love to get her out on a paddleboard they're awesome they're, they're pretty fun actually okay yeah. gets your chest muscles a good workout yes 100%. i've been doing a lot of pull-ups I didn't do them today. You gotta you gotta take a couple of days off, but I can I can do a lot more now. Cause and I'm just like I feel my back was hurting, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is due to just like lack of use and lack of muscle. Sedentary definition. lifestyle. Yeah. Not not saying you're sedentary, but the
1: more you become, you know, sat, sitting down and stuff like. That well, was and my biggest only... argument with Amazon all the time, dude, is like. Like, I don't mind processing. I worked in the customer returns section, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you motherfuckers sending back all that nasty shit back to Amazon and expecting your returns. That that shit's wrong, by the way. Yeah. But be, be beyond that point, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh
0: send it back clean 100
1: yeah. like, 100 or how you got it it's or crazy. how you yeah. got it yeah you're not supposed to say like, I, I actually underwear. made that suggestion to him like you know how back in the day blockbuster used to charge you if you didn't rewind your thing nice. i'm like i think if this shit comes back it's a nice dress or it's whatever and it comes back bunched in a fucking ball that's and dirty. we could have resold it but now yeah. we can't because it looks like trash that's dirty they don't get their full refund yeah they should get a little and they're
0: like oh but that's not fair and i'm like
1: you guys whatever that's how i knew that they were kind of screwing the business the small businessmen in the long run of things
0: and they're taking their piece they're taking their cut for sure uh,
1: the john gotti so i'd process that stuff but like i always felt like i I print all the time anyway so i took the amazon job not to deal with clothes and then it was like the most ironic fucking thing in the world dude you don't get a pick where you work at amazon they they pick it for you yeah so i go to orientation and they're like oh so you're going to be returning in clothes uh, oh, i did this not to have to do that so anyway i would like do all the pitch work basically i would go up every day and be like do you have pallets that need moved do you have this that needs moved like i'll be the water spider which basically means like you would check on everybody and like refill their totes and bags and like all kinds of crazy so it was like basically like six miles walking a night right and i, I told him i like i would much rather do that than sit there and process when you sit there and have me process like legitimately my back just freezes yeah i have two rods 16 screws uh t60 t12 is fused into one bone all because of scoliosis Uh right so like the more i just stand there in one spot the worse it is for my lower back like uh, it's just on fire it feels like it's throbbing like i get fucking mean with people i know i do because like i could see people like come to ask me a question i would just like give them that look like what the fuck do you want they'd walk away right and it had nothing to do with them it was man, I hurt right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm dying. And Yikes. Exactly. And so I'd always go and ask him, like, what's the bitch work? Right? I, I will do it. And I keep telling them that motion is the lotion. Motion is the lotion. Motion
0: is the lotion. I would much
1: rather walk around this building for six miles a night than sit there in one spot. But some people aren't like that either. They they want an easy job. Mm. And I mean, I remember I unloaded a uh, full truck of Amazon shit by myself. Uh, <clears> if I have the picture, bro. Like, how do you expect an Amazon come, truck comes? Do you think it's just like packed nicely and uh, shit like
0: that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's
1: legitimately thrown in there. So you open this truck and shit just falls out of it. Oh wow! So like I, I would think it was a volume of like fifty-seven thousand items, and with not like well, that's like including the little like mm-hmm. uh, mailers, sure, Whatever. right? Mailers. Because- and so basically, like, you set up a big Gaylord, which is a big, huge, mm-hmm. like, eight-foot uh, cardboard box. Gaylord. Yeah, and you put it behind you, dude, and you just start throwing, right? For, like, five hours, you just start throwing behind you of, like, all these, like, things. And then there's a bunch of boxes under that shit. And I literally unloaded a whole box or a whole truck by myself in the four hours that we were there. And I was like, that shit was more of a workout than going to the fucking gym was, right? Because those the big boxes have 100 or 200 of those Mailers in it from UPS, so you pick that thing up and it's like 70 80 to I swear, one hundred and fifty pounds a box. And you have to restack it onto so you so you have to make it look good the pallets, stack them four high by four by four. Like that shit was a hard workout every night, but it was ten times better than sitting there, standing, being bored out of your mind, folding clothes.
0: What are you stacking the boxes? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and other stuff goes in like go karts or the Gaylords, like I was talking about the big right. big cardboard i have no idea why they call them gay lords.
0: Uh, that's so funny no i well i'm like yeah i'm doing like running this warehouse here in woodland park come mm-hmm. see us hit you gotta ring the bell if we're not there just ring the bell we'll come we'll come see you and uh i'm moving Yeah, you know we have like it's just a bunch of it's like running a warehouse and so we're constantly processing and and, and taking boxes off pallets and putting mm-hmm. them in the bins and throwing away the boxes and oh yeah just doing orders we're doing orders every day so it's i have like a little job it's a very small company still i'm still working i mean and and i I took a couple years off i guess but it's fun and i like i like being involved and having something to do but i was playing like way too much chess before so now i still play but and we should go play you want to play a game yeah we definitely do that okay you're hell yeah seventh grade champion here kel conroy co-alpha one check him out if you need prints this i'll show you this these are some special edition uh cowboy saroni's we did yeah saroni baby you guys know we roll with saroni he did that sweet tweet with gina carano about sheath i don't know if you saw it Oh, i did actually that was so dope i couldn't believe it i was like he is so the man but this is the shorts they got the slit Um, our patented soon to be patented
1: eight inch side slit patented alpha black label so yeah we got a couple of pairs like we'll make your sponsors look right when you're fighting right none of that vinyl bullshit i found even i found out even venom and ufc use vinyl oh and i'm disappointed bro i i gotta tell you right now i found that shit out during pride month um, I heard on a little like thing of they got asked, "Do you want rainbow vinyl on your fight kit?" Uh, Wait a minute, you're in the top elite fucking industry in MMA, the right. top tier elite, and you're telling me they put vinyl on your shorts still? What the fuck? Like Venom can't even invest. I'm calling your ass out right now. You can't even invest in like putting the name legitimately. Yeah. Getting one f- as soon as the dude gets signed to a UFC contract. You make him three pairs of shorts i'm not you know whether he uses them or right. whether he doesn't it yeah, doesn't matter
0: give, it, give give it away exactly sometimes. yeah people will take that and, shit.
1: and if he need, if he becomes a better star becomes more fights you make him more i get that yeah. right or you make them for wholesale like we did with cowboy shit but this whole fact of like these guys are supposedly top of the line but they don't even sublimate their their champion's name on his champion pair, which is yeah. supposed to be whack. And oh, gold. that's whack. Yeah. Isn't that whack? It's... So hit us up. We got you. Yeah. Uh, we got all kinds of crazy cool pairs, patterns. I don't know if you can see it, but uh there's actually a tiger stripe pattern. Oh, yeah. Even behind all his logos. So our signature, of course, is our octo. We got our little octo with a sheet cause the sheath because the sheath's our main supporter all the time, right there.
0: I love that. So that's going to Elijah that's Smith. Swift Smith, yo. That's uh, Gilbert Smith's son. He's coming up, Colorado Combat Club. He's fighting. I went and saw him and win, like, retain the belt. He's he's very exciting. I hope to see good things from him. Yup. We're supposed to be doing a deal. We've just been, like, chilling on the sponsorships just because of the whole economic factors. Everybody out there, we still love you, but it's nothing personal. 100%. Just, it's,
1: it's, uh, it's crazy out there.
0: It's crazy out there, but we're going to keep grinding and doing the thing thank you for coming on this has been a very thanks fun for having me for podcast. my first podcast i appreciate it bro yeah that was fun you guys that was fun you guys liked that one that was a good one go to sheathunderwear.com as well and also uh, anyone that gets a pair of shorts from this episode if you use promo code sheath you get 20 percent off boom there you go 20 percent. that's a good deal these are really good too i have a bunch of pairs i got some from on it these are better just I've like, even I've even had a uh, Cowboy Cerrone. he told me that my fit and quality were unreal. Yeah. Right.
1: And that like that's one of those things I'm sure you've had it before with other people, right? Especially with Thunderwear. But like that. it just that almost makes your heart like skip a beat, right? You're like, Oh my god, like I finally got recognition from someone, right? And someone who's had Reebok, Venom, Bad Boy fucking metal militia probably every brand that has ever made you know shorts he was like yeah. you're fit and quality you're unreal and i was like damn man this is where i'm gonna start i'm i think that's where we're going that's always been my dream screen printing was the the foot into that wait. dream yeah right but fight wears fight gear and shorts specifically have always been like my passion the design of it all to where the sponsors truly fit and flow i hate when people I'm not gonna call
0: anyone Compact out. it, and yeah. Just it, like throw it on there. Just throw it on there, right? Yeah.
1: Like I think it should flow, 100. So, but that for another time. Let's get to a fucking game of chess.
0: Yeah, I like seeing Cerrone on. on, on if you, you we'll see, I see him on his Instagram and he's rocking him. But yeah, okay, we're out. Peace later.